0: Life's Third Act is a podcast dedicated to helping you get the most out of your retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, Attorney CPA Joe Cordell features guests each week to discuss prominent topics for those over 55. Here's Attorney CPA Joe Cordell.
1: Welcome to another episode of Life's Third Act. Uh, Well, it's a new year, And what better topic to start off the new year with than to tell you you should be worried about frauds and scams and whatnot. So we're not putting a damper at all on the new year. But we do think, though, that it's appropriate that that we be mindful of that, especially as you age because you become more targeted. And we have a guest on. That I know you like because you have told us you like this person. This person's been on probably five times in five years. I would say so. So this is the annual visit <laughs> uh, from an, our authority on consumer scams, Don O'Brien. Are you there?
2: I'm there. You save, you're, you're, you're getting you're setting your best for first, right? So you're setting your best for last. Yeah, you're getting your best for first here in 2023.
1: It, it's downhill from here, <laughs> but, but, but but we figure but we figure that that we want you to protect your wealth during this forthcoming year, there there may be a recession. I think there's, you know, in my humble opinion, I think there's a substantial risk of recession and, and and I get that from experts who, who are expressing opinions on this. And I think during periods of recession, I think oddly enough, many people come out of the woodwork and think of more devious ways, I guess, to scam the bad
0: actors, to right. scam
1: people, and I think—do you think, Don—that maybe that tends to happen because people let their guard down, or they become more wishful in terms of increasing their income or bringing in additional money, so they're more vulnerable to pitches. Do you think?
0: Strong roots are essential for a healthy tree, especially your family tree. That's why you work hard to take care of your family every day at Tucker Allen. We know that taking care of your family means planning for the future. Our team provides personalized estate planning to help you protect your family, your legacy, and your future. From wills and trusts to long-term care and
1: estate planning. Count on Tucker Allen. Personalized estate planning made simple.
2: So I think, Joe, I think you're right on the – hit the nail right on the head. And I appreciate you guys having me back on. And, uh, uh, you know, when, when times are tough and there's an easy out maybe for those tough times, you see something on a social media website. Maybe somebody texts you and says, oh, that you can get be part of this great grant program, and all you have to do is reach us now, and you reach out to that person, and you can get, let's say uh, – you know, especially we've seen older uh, Americans – really be targeted in those grant scams where you might be able to get a $150,000 grant, but all you have to pay is 1% of that or $1,500. And you think, well, that's great. I could spend that $1,500. Uh, I don't want all that money for myself, but maybe I can do things for my family. I can give my, my, my family some money. I can help my church. I can help my community. And um instead of helping your church and your community, you're gonna lose that fifteen hundred dollars and that's just the first bite of the apple they're gonna take from you. So I think you're right on on the nose, Joe. I think that you know, when, when times do get tougher, people do probably fall for these things more often.
0: And, you know, Don, I want to ask you, you've been an investigator with the Better Business Bureau for a long time. And people often assume when a senior is scammed that that senior may have some cognitive impairment. But that's not always the case. I mean, these are often people, even though they're seniors, they're still very sharp, they're well-educated, and they're lured in by these bad actors. I mean, do you find that to be true? 100%,
2: Hundred percent, Joe. You're you're right on. I mean, it's not as if now. Obviously, there are people who are taken advantage of when when they may not be as sharp as they were when they are younger. But uh, you know these 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 scams that that happen to uh, older Americans. Uh, they they can just you know they can happen to CEOs of companies. They can happen just as likely are to, to somebody who uh, you know works the regular nine to five blue collar job, and they just uh, uh, are used to work at that that kind of job. If they're retired now, so you know these scams hit against. All all really all age spectrums now, but especially for seniors, um, you know, they are um, the, the thing about seniors is seniors are smarter than the young folks. But when and again, we've talked about this before, when they do fall into one of these traps, they're going to lose a lot more money than their grandchildren would just for the simple fact that they have a life's worth of accumulate of accumulated funds.
1: But they often tend to be, I think we've talked before, more trusting. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Without a doubt.
1: Yeah. And handshake
2: that, handshake agreement, Joe. Remember the handshake agreements you used to have?
1: Yeah. I'm afraid that that was in the last century. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. We left that in the
1: 1900s. Yeah.
0: Right. That does not apply anymore.
1: So let's talk about, though, what have you been, what What are you guys seeing at the Better Business Bureau
2: in terms of scams or
0: yeah, phones? The top ones of 2022 involving yeah. seniors. What would you say?
2: Well, it's this one. This the top of 2022. Not only involves seniors, you know. It's it, it'll it you know online purchase scams have been huge. Uh, you know whether you're 18 or 88, uh, these the, these folks have uh, been able to get to you in different ways uh, for seniors. Uh, a lot of times, they're going to prey on you through your social media usage. More than likely, Facebook. Uh, they might also uh, try to get you through your phone this right here is their number one conduit. You can't see my phone because it uh, disappeared in my background, but uh, you know, text messages are huge. Um, You know, they, they like to imitate popular businesses like an Amazon, maybe even a Netflix. Uh, We've even had them now trying to uh, say that they are, you know, your Venmo has been compromised. Now the likelihood of a 65 or 75 year old person getting the Venmo, um, getting the Venmo one, is probably pretty small. They're probably trying to get the younger people there, but uh, you know, they will try to say that your bank is, is trying to reach you with a text message and saying your funds have been uh, there's something wrong with your bank account. And boy, that's really going to get you to, to go. And again, they want you to act in the heat of the moment. Act before you think where what we want you to do is think before you act.
0: You know, I had something like that happen to me with someone posting as an Amazon rep. In fact, it was one day, about a year ago, I was just leaving an LTA recording, and I got a call from someone claiming to be an Amazon rep and telling me that someone was trying to purchase, uh, you know, like $1,500 worth of merchandise. And I'm thinking it's real. And I, I said, well, how would they have gotten my account? well, do you use your, uh, your phone? And I said, yes, to per- make Amazon purchases. And then they wanted my, um like my IP address or something oh. on my phone. And right there, I knew, I'm like, okay, no, you're not from Amazon, bye-bye.
2: But yes, I could, exactly submit, right. it, it
0: was very convincing. I mm-hmm. was believing it at first.
2: And they make, you know, they, they they make a sense of urgency. You're in that moment, you thought, oh my goodness, now, Jill, you, do you use Amazon?
0: You use. Amazon. I use Amazon. Yeah. Yes. Okay,
2: so that's the so okay, so that they were able to you you that was believable for you. We get so many calls at our BBB offices here in St. Louis about from people who say, "Well, I don't even have an Amazon account. Why are they emailing me, or why are they sending me these text messages?" And I have to explain to the old, a lot of times these are older adults. So it's like, well, they're, they're, they're basically wanting you to click on a link of some sort to get, get some type of information from you. So, uh, you know, you just have to kind of think, uh, think in that heat of that moment rather than uh, rather than than acting immediately. So, um, you know, one thing that I always tell people, if you if you're dealing with these big corporations, especially like Amazon, Amazon called Jill. Right. I would like to see Jill try to call Amazon and try to get anybody on the phone. Uh, Right. Because if you you can get a live person at Amazon or, uh, you know, Netflix or any of these other companies, they 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 may they may use as part of their ruses. Good on you because, uh, you know, you might have a better chance of getting a hold of somebody at the White House than you can from some of these. I uh, actually
0: did. I was very patient and persistent. I made sure I got a hold. I mean, it took a while, but I did because, you know, I was kind of concerned about that. And Mm -hmm. you know what happened right after that? My work email account got hacked. And I don't know if there if it was just a coincidence or what, but yes, yeah, somebody was spoofing my email address, emailing mm-hmm. everyone on my contact list, and, and I couldn't use my email. I couldn't send out. It was crazy, and it was a big ordeal for IT to resolve it.
2: So the one thing, the one tip I want to give people out there that, that uh, get a situation like you were in Jill, you did the right thing. You didn't just, a lot of times they may send an email saying, oh, your Amazon uh, account's been compromised, call us at, and they'll give you a number. Don't ever just call that number because all you're doing is calling the scammers at that point. At that point, what you want to do is actually seek out an actual number for Amazon, or they might use your bank. They, may, they Let's say you're a Bank of America customer, uh, and uh, they may say, oh, call us a Bank of America at this number, which more than likely is going to be a scam, a scam number. Uh, that, uh, you know, that's just going to take you to them, not to your actual bank. So, you know, it's really good that you investigated a little bit before you decided to just say, oh, yeah, here's my IP address. Have at it.
0: And, you know, Don, I don't know if we've talked about, I don't think we have a lot about the Social Security scams where someone will call posting from the Social Security Administration. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how does that scam usually work? I mean, because well, I, I can imagine a lot of seniors that would make them nervous if someone's calling and saying, you know, your money, uh, you know, has been compromised or something or your information or the IRS.
2: They, yeah. Well, IRS and Social Security, a lot what there's the a Social Security scam, Jill, is where they they will say they will either email or excuse me, they'll either text you or they might actually call you and say, oh, Jill. Um, or Joe, your social security number has been suspended because we found out that it's been used in some type of nefarious act in, they'll say, Texas, somewhere way away from where you're at. Uh, it's been involved in a crime. So you have to do, you have to give us, uh, you know, you have to do this before your social security number is going to be active again. That's all baloney. I mean, there's there's no such thing as somebody's social security number being suspended. Secondly, if the Social Security if somebody calls you and says there's some Social Security, that is a 100% scam. Social Security is never going to call you. If Social Security has a, has a, a reason to get in contact with you, they're going to do it through the through the, through the postal mail. Like recently, I uh, I have a child who's going to college for the first time in the n- next fall. I had to fill out a FAFSA form, and that had some Social Security um, information in it. My Social Security number was used. They mailed me, sent me something in the mail saying, "Hey." Your number was used uh, in, in this FAFSA, and that's perfect because that's what I did. But if they call you, 100% scam.
0: Right. And you know what? That is so true because one time years ago, my aunt, when she was like 101, she was sent a letter and and they said- she was Well, she lived to be 105, but they sent a letter and they said, you know, we wanted to come out and just- uh, see your driver's license well basically they wanted to see that she was really still alive and Mm -hmm. and I made the phone call for her and she was all upset because she was thinking they were going to take her social security away and I said no they're just wanting to make sure you're really alive and someone's not collecting fraudulently on your social security and that's all it was and someone came out and looked at her ID and saw she was very much alive they so that was legitimate. Out. Then. They yeah, they sent really, a person out.
2: Yes, I'm, huh. I've never heard of that before, but that doesn't surprise me. But then again, what they did is they worked through the proper channels. Though they sent her something in the mail. You called them. You set something up with that uh, actual social security Social Security agent. That's that's interesting, right?
0: Because we've seen where people have pulled those. I mean, there was a case recently in the news where somebody's, uh, I believe it was their. Uh, mother who had died back in the 90s. And this guy was collecting her social security check for all these years. And he just recently went to prison. It was Mm -hmm. in North County,
2: I believe. Yep, that can happen. Yeah, and, and of all the entities you want to get in trouble with, the federal government is the last entity you want to get in the federal government. Uh, Joe can tell you that because of, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, not, not because Joe's been in trouble with the federal government by any means, but just because he's a lawyer.
1: Well, yeah, and their there accommodations in federal prisons are not as. As attractive as accommodation, the in some no, state facilities. No, no, not at all. Uh, M- Mississippi excluded. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about though a little bit more about these iPhones. Um, there, there are people who tell me that, uh, for example, at Cordell and Cordell and and other IT uh, departments that we use, that people within an organization should not open emails from outside sources without having uh, confidence that it's originating from someone that they're comfortable with. And apparently just the act of opening the email, and it may be that you have to open a document, but I think for some of these it's opening the email is enough to let loose inside your system something that, as you described, Jill, yes. it sounds like something got uh, into your contacts. So they got they had all your contacts, all the information about them, including if you put in information about birth dates of your friends because you like to be cute. I do. I, I have birth dates of family and number of people because mm-hmm. I like to know. Um, then they have that information which they use to great advantage. But uh, they essentially uh, shanghai your entire uh, database.
0: It was so embarrassing because they were sending in the subject line, it said invoice. So they were sending these emails to people, coworkers, to guests we've had on the show, actually. And I've, I had to get on the phone and contact these people and said, don't open this. This is not me. And they were sending mm. them to people. In other countries like France, Belgium, I don't know anybody there.
2: Yeah. So, you know, the, you, you're right. I mean, usually you have to hit some kind of link in order for those things to happen. So I'm not an IT expert at all. I just know that if you, you know, Joe, going back to your original point about the iPhone, you know, I if you have an older adult in your life, my father's going to be 80 next year or this year, excuse me, and uh, 23. And uh, he's, um, you know, he lives alone uh and i'm on him all the time about uh you know he's not a big iphone person which is good or or he doesn't have a smartphone uh, he's got a dumb phone. So uh, I don't really have to worry about him being much preyed on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and, and I say that with the, you know, is like is, a flip phone. A you Correct. Mean? A, yeah, yeah. An old yeah. flip phone. So the chance, so, you know, they can still send text messages and stuff. But if, you know, I tell, he knows not to hit in on any links. Um, but if they send him something, he's it's not going to go anywhere anyway, because his phone's not going to, not going to do that. But if you do have someone in your life who has one of these iPhones uh, and the the technology, I'm in my early 50s, and sometimes the technology is starting to get a little bit overwhelming for me. I can only imagine someone who's maybe in their 70s or 80s who has this technology right at their fingertips and really doesn't know how to use it. So if you have a loved one like that, you really have to coach him or her about how to use these products and how to stay safe. Teach them how to block calls because, unfortunately, although it's getting a lot better, uh, believe it or not, I know a lot of people are not going to believe in us when I say this, But the number of robocalls we're getting is actually going down or went down in 2022. So um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of good work being done by the Federal Communications Committee, the SEC, um, about in that area. Now, we still get them, but they're not as many as there used to be. So teach them how to block numbers. I mean, again, you really have to – I don't want to say coddle, but you really want to help out your older uh, loved ones because, uh, you know, they've got this technology in the pocket – and they can be victimized if they don't know how to use it.
1: So so let, let's though come back. I just wanna be sure that the viewer picks up some walk away points. And I think that, that you're probably right. I think we can be confident that that it's much more risky to hit a link or mm-hmm. uh, as I was referring to, open a document. Yep. So all people who use iPhones or use any sort of smartphone, make a note that whenever you get an email from a source you don't know, don't open a document and don't click a link. Um, and if you need to confirm its its source, where it came from, then you can do that directly, as you suggested, Don, just by contacting the company or whatever it may be. Uh, but that would that would rule out a lot of the big risks. Sure. I, it sounds like that's what happened to you even on that occasion.
0: I, yeah, I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, if, if you just you have a hard and fast rule that. I'm not going to click on a link and I'm just going to delete things when they come that way to me, then you're going to be golden. I mean, because if you never click on them, the, 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 you can't be uh, compromised by them.
0: You know, Don, I was reading on the BBB's website um, about what the National Council on Aging is reporting about 5 million older Americans, um, you know, are abused yearly. And the annual loss of these victims, you know, by financial abuse, you know, comes to about $36 billion a year, which is huge. But what is the emotional impact? I can only imagine, you know, someone has worked their whole life and to have their savings, you know, Taken away by one of these bad actors, I mean, is there a case that comes to mind without mentioning any names, but where Certainly. you've seen people just so yes. distraught and devastated?
2: Well, we're about a we' we're, we're you know five six way, uh, weeks away from Valentine's Day. Uh, that's right around the corner. Romance games are huge, especially for older Americans. And that's where, you know, we've you know, maybe we're not as isolated as we were, you know, back in twenty twenty. But, uh, you know, even seniors, uh, you know, that's a population that can be, uh, you know, my father, Who again, I'm just going to use him as an example, he's 80, he, he lives by himself, he gets out and about and he, he goes places, but he spends a lot of time alone. And, uh, you know, seniors tend to be um, you know, if they're not married still, uh, maybe they're widowed like my father and they spend a lot of time alone. Maybe they go online, they find somebody who wants to be their friend or maybe a romantic interest. And, uh, you know, they can be taken. We, we had a, we had a case here in St. Louis. Uh, I'm going to want to say it was like 2018. Uh, we heard somebody lose about $2 million in one of these romance scams. And again, they didn't get $2 million taken from it at once. The people, uh, they, they, they gain their trust. They start to say, hey, I need money for this and for that. And, uh, you know, this person um, trusted trusted the, the scammer. And, and they met uh, this you know, person online. Met him online, yes, yeah, 100%. And, and, and that's you – know yeah, I'm I sorry. Was, go ahead,
1: Joe. I was going to say, though, Don, that uh, uh, the, the thing that you're referring to is a real common phenomenon, especially mm-hmm. as to dating sites. And yep. incidentally, I mean, I think the future is – in terms of people meeting their future husbands or wives, I, I'm convinced, having talked to lots of uh, 17 to 35-year-olds and met their new spouses.
0: Online, I've seen, yeah. See, yeah. yeah.
1: And, I mean, if you if you meet somebody today that has married in the last, I don't know, five to seven to 10 years, I, I could be wrong. I'm this completely off the top of my head, so I haven't read this statistic. I'll tell you that personally... I think as many of a third of them, as many as a third uh, met that way. And and I would even I would definitely say the third would apply for people I know who've married who are over sixty and even over seventy. Yeah. Uh, they they do meet online. So I'm not actually I think it's a marvelous development technology at work, you know, <laughs> making your life more efficient. I mean you can meet more people and you know, there's a chance of finding a spouse that may be a better fit for you. I understand the wonderful aspects of these of these websites. I and guess
0: I, it's better than meeting in a bar.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, although I, I would argue not better than a church. Some would say, right?
0: Well, not better than a church. I agree.
1: I might have some clients who say, "Well, I met my wife in a church, and it didn't go well." But yeah. But but the point is, I think that that there's there's great potential for good meeting people this way. But as you were. Uh, suggesting, and you might talk a little bit more about, is um, these men or these women, as the case may be, may be really anxious, and I would think that that would be fertile prey. I mean, if we were were devious and we were wanting to figure out, gee, how can we get some money, wouldn't we think that people who are older and who are wanting to meet somebody— Right, they're vulnerable? Wouldn't we see that as a fertile opportunity to go to those websites and and perhaps assume some other identity— is there a way to, to protect loved ones or for our cl- or our viewers to protect themselves?
2: Yeah, you really have to, you know, you really have to be aware of what your older ones, your, your older loved ones are doing, or if you're the one that, let's say you're the one that uh, maybe isn't in an on, online re- relationship, the number one thing you can do to protect yourself a little bit to make sure that the person on the other end of that computer screen is real is, you know, you we're having a Zoom conversation right now. The technology is there for people, even though they, they can't meet in person, you know, I could talk, Joe, you and Joe could have to do this every day if we wanted. Uh, and you would you would know me and I would know you. Um, it's when those people just want to hide behind that curtain of uh, the keyboard and don't want to meet. And sometimes older adults aren't technologically savvy enough to have something like we're doing, like a Zoom meeting. So you just, again, if you're a caretaker of an older adult, you need to really know what he or she is doing online. And that's not to... Uh, you know, try to lord over them by any means. But you want to keep them safe because there are a lot of bad actors out there. And those bad actors, they have an entire script from step one to, hey, how are you doing? To step 101 or whatever it might be to here. I, this is how I'm going to get money out of you during, during that entire uh, relationship.
1: Can someone take a person's name and, um, and maybe even ask them for the social security number but go and check out someone that they have met online through like Better Business Bureau or another source?
2: Well, there's, there's certain things you can do. Um, I had, I had an incident up in uh, Quincy, Illinois, where I had a guy who was involved in the romance scam and he wanted to ask me about this woman. So uh, he said, "You know, I, I he, luckily he did not lose any money, but that's where it was coming to. He thought that she was about ready to ask him for money." And I said, "Well, you know what? Everything I said. Have you ever talked to this person? No, we've only we've only messaged. And you know, they what the what the scammers had done is they'd made a fake web they'd made a fake pro Facebook profile for this woman. This woman, by the way, used to be an investigator for the FBI. I actually reached out to her. I was able to find her phone number." Uh, through uh, there's some there's something called truepeoplesearch.com, yeah, where where I looked up her name. Now, true people search is one of these websites that just takes ready of readily available public information and puts it all online. Those are the ones that will say, Oh, if you want if you want uh, to know if Don O'Brien's been arrested, click here, and then you have to pay money. And it's it, that that in itself is a little bit. Eh. Uh, but you know there are you know, yes if you wanted to, if, if I could probably go find Joe Cordell on True People Search unless your people have taken you off of that website and I've taken myself and all my family off of it. But again, there's all kinds of websites like that to take publicly available information and put it online.
0: Well, and you can go to Missouri CaseNet and yes, check true. someone out, see if there's any criminal records yep. or anything like that.
2: CaseNet net is really good uh, now. And on the Illinois side of the river, it's not as good because you have to go county by county. So you really right. have to know where that person lives. So it's not as uh Missouri, Missouri does it right with their, with their court documents and the criminal documents as well uh, with that, with that case. Net. so, yeah, there are th- certain things. If you see somebody online uh, there's a Google image search, you can do a reverse image search. Let's say that, uh, uh, you know, you find this, uh you know, a Facebook photo of whoever your loved one's dealing with. You can take that photo, drag it on your desktop, and then drag it into Google Images and see if this if this photo is used anywhere else. A lot of times uh, uh, you'll find that photo is used in other, in other ruses. Same thing you can do if you're in a puppy scam or anything else. You can take any photo you find online, do that reverse image search, and see um, see if that photo anywhere. We just had a, a virtual vehicle scam, a virtual vehicle vendor scam, where I took the photo of this of this 1977 Ford Bronco that was for sale, put it online and it popped up on all kinds of different websites. And I was able to tell the person, no, this is not a legitimate offer. So uh, there are certainly tools in our toolbox that we can use to, to kind of help us out.
1: Huh. That's That's an interesting point.
2: Reverse, reverse image searches. And if you're not computer savvy, they're really easy to do. Um, again, Google Google Images is a way to go, or there's a website called TinEye t i n e y e dot that I also use. And again, if, if you can drag and drop, or if you have somebody in your loved in your in your circle that can drag and drop for you, you can certainly do these things easily yourself.
1: And now, now the the new iPhones, the latest iOS system allows you to lift a particular image from a photo. You pause on it, you press oh, yeah. your finger, for example, and, and it, it it indicates that it's choosing this person or this shape. And you lift it, copy it, and then you can paste it anywhere you want. Just that individual. You imagine the potential for wow. mischief placing that person <laughs> in another background. Yeah. Right? But but it it's incredible. I do you have you have an iPhone, don't you? I do have an but it's an older one. Oh, you may not be able to update it for that.
0: Much. Right? No, I have to get a new. I'm ready for a new phone.
1: Well, I thought this might have been your strategy to have a dumb phone, but no, <laughs> no. I
0: used to like my dumb phone. I'll tell you why. That dumb phone took better pictures than any iPhone I had.
1: Hmm. Believe it
0: or not, I don't know why.
1: Well, um, I have, I have a, a a family member who actually is uh, not not an older person, but well, I guess. Depend on your per- perspective, upper fifties. And uh, to me, that's young. But his position is that he wants a flip phone and nothing else because he doesn't like the fact that he can be followed. He can be located. He just believes that it's so intrusive, right? whether it's Google doing it, whether it's Facebook doing it he, or Apple doing it. Yeah. Uh, he's just he's convinced that that when you have a phone, you're walking around with a regular smartphone today, that you're just trusting that any of these third party actors are not choosing to know where you go, what you buy, when you do it, where you go um, for your recreational time. It's just, you know, they definitely have the ability. The question is, do they do it? And, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's convinced they do. He's a Harvard grad, incidentally, if that means anything. But but he's, he, you know, you ask him for it to see his phone. I noticed that the other evening he has this dumb, this little flip phone. I do not even know they still make these things.
0: They do, obviously. Yeah. I was just yeah. in um, a, a phone store and yeah, I was surprised to see
2: mm-hmm. them. Call, they call them, they also call them burner phones, Joe. They, uh, you know, they, they use them for a while and they just throw them away when they're done. The, the people that that, 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 want to use them for nefarious acts, but, uh, uh yeah again there's there's so much uh you know maybe this is a different tangent but there's so much distrust now of big tech um that uh you know and maybe of us we've seen too many editions of nightline or 48 hours where well they were able to track him because his phone pinged off different uh, cell phone towers on his way to go to somewhere so yeah so yeah the technology is amazing and but you know if you wanted to You know, we don't do this with our children, but a lot of a lot of people have these apps that they can tell where their kids are all the time. I have that Um, with my
0: teenagers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they work really good, don't they, Jill?
0: They they really do. They really do. And so far, since my daughter got her new phone, every time she tells me she goes someplace, she really is at that place.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm glad we did not that in the 80s when I was a a teenager. Else, uh, Uh, Yeah, I would have been in so
0: much trouble. I'm glad well, that wasn't around.
1: Well, wait, maybe you'd have stayed out of trouble, Jill.
2: Well,
0: maybe I would have.
2: That's a good point. Maybe right. I
1: would have. Well, you know, it's um, it definitely uh, technology has the potential to do great good, and that that's that's
2: mm-hmm. the
1: thing we have to keep in mind. But we do live with a lot of risks. And, and Wall Street Journal has an article that uh, was in the Wall Street Journal just very recently, within days. That's talking about parents who continue to monitor their adult children using devices that are for chill, for small children. Wow! And yeah, I didn't read the article; I just saw the headline. But uh, apparently, that's a thing. Talk about being a helicopter mom. Well, right. you know that.
2: Yeah. And there's, you know, there's some good use for that for maybe the segment of the population that we're talking about here. You know, if uh, if you have an adult, an older adult, you know, my like I said, I'm just using my father as an example. Uh, I kind of know his I kind of know his habits and and where he goes all the time. But, uh, you know, if you want to keep tabs on your parent, uh, your older parent or your older loved one, those things could certainly help you out.
1: It could. And and you you may very well get their consent to do Mm -hmm. that. And So I would say to our viewers that it might be in your interest, you know, to have somebody that could locate you. Yep. If something happened to you and you could imagine the scenarios, but uh, there's lots of things that can, that where you would want somebody to be able to locate you. And uh, uh, that's, that's a tool that's available. Well,
0: Yeah. And we see all the time on the news, those silver alerts that are issued yep. for a missing older adult. And, mm-hmm. you know, if they have their phone on them, it's easy for, you know, the family and the police to find them.
1: but, but in order to do that, other than the, the means that we were talking about a while ago, which are not voluntary, but they also are more trouble if you're going to exercise it or use it. And it's going to be a lot of delay. There are apps that, that you can have that will, that you just give your phone permission and, you know, your, your son, your daughter, some other family member, you can let them be able to know where you are. You may think that's a great idea because, you know, you're, you expect to be, you know, in three or four places most of the time. And if you're not, mm-hmm. it may be because, you know, something's wrong.
2: Yep. So um,
1: that that is – that is a. I wish I could tell them apps to get for that purpose, but they're out there. Maybe we can post that. Justin, can you post some apps that will provide that sort of oversight? Yeah.
0: Justin can do it. He's all over it.
1: Uh, yeah, Justin is uh, – he's – have you had your 21st birthday yet, Justin?
2: <laughs> 40.
1: What? Is that, was that a four o?
0: No way.
1: Now, you know, if our audience could see him, I swear he looks like he's about 22.
0: Right. He looks much younger than what he is.
1: Yeah. So I think you have to look like you're 22 to do the job. You don't have to be 22. You just have to look like it. Right. <laughs> anyway, so what other topics have we? Uh, do we need to call attention to here well, at the beginning of the year?
0: I was thinking about how often we hear about caregivers, like, say, a home health care worker, taking advantage of an older adult. You know, use taking their checks and writing themselves checks. I mean, we hear about that all the time.
2: Yeah, and that's something that we, you know, that, that might that's probably more of a law enforcement action, that it would be a better business bureau action. But, uh, from, you know, from an overall standpoint, that goes back to um, when you put your loved one in some type of uh, caregiving situation, you want to know about that company that's going to send people into your house, or if you're going to send them to a, uh, you know, a, um, a home, if you will, um, a long-term care facility, you want to check out that facility and, and how they vet their people. What kind of background checks do they do uh, for that person who's either going to give in-home health care or that's going to take care of your uh, loved one at at a certain place? And, uh, um, you know, we found that, uh, you know, law enforcement acts very swiftly in these cases. So um, the one big thing that, uh, you know, if there's anything that I could ask not only seniors who are listening to this, but anybody who's been scammed or uh, attempted scam is to report, 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 because – one of the notes that the Jill has here on her uh, on her notes is that uh, how often do we estimate the senior scams go unreported because right. the senior may be into embarrassed it's a great question it's one that uh, that, that we struggle with we we figure that uh, between any reporting agency whether it's the better business bureau whether it's the ftc or fbi whatever it might be we probably get to be maybe between 5 and 10% of uh, of, of all um scam reports or reported. Obviously, you know, the uh, if you've actually uh, lost money, the police, the the reports of police are probably a little higher. But uh, to reporting agencies like us, especially once a scam attempt is they're not very high. And there's a lot of especially those folks, like if I go back to that romance scam uh, uh, victim I talked about earlier, there's a lot of shame in that there's there's a lot of embarrassment so yeah um, and I talk to people daily at Better Business Bureau who lose money in these things or if they've even lost money to a bad business I have to tell them I was like look you're not alone these people are good at what they do and they and they're good at taking money from people that they don't deserve to take money from and uh, I try to put them at ease so if you have been victimized know that you're not alone there are people out here like BBB, uh, and, and other entities that are out here to help you, and if you could tell us what's happening uh, to you, we can o- we can only help you if you tell us what's happening.
1: And and I think though that that also people will often not know. I mean, there's the category of people who are victimized that are ashamed, and they don't want to disclose it. Maybe they think also it will reflect to their family members that they're not yep. competent, right? Uh, so they will conceal that. But the other Category, which I suspect could be easily as large, if not larger, are the people who don't detect it, yeah, so the, yep. the in other words, people who have things taken and they never know it, and maybe it's not even discovered if then after they pass away mm-hmm. so there's there's that risk, and it just punctuates the point that you were making a while ago is that. Uh, yes, you can be defrauded, but if you're older and you're not quite as sharp, it's possible even that you can be defrauded and not know it until sometime later, or maybe your family discovers it later. And those are all reasons that you need to do some sort of background check. I think another thing is is they can even though these are low-paid workers, I have to tell you that, that they the, are the people who are willing to work as the sort of unskilled workers that you have in the home, and typically they are unskilled. Generally, we're not talking about nurses here.
0: No, they're not. Uh,
1: these they're are home health care workers. So generally, they work for around, depending on your area, as uh, as little as twenty bucks an hour to as high as thirty bucks an hour. But uh, given what McDonald's pays right now, yeah, it's you're not getting. A person that is going to be competitive for lots of jobs. So um, under those circumstances, I think it it behooves the companies that are employing them to have them bonded in some sense, and then then the bonding company's the one that will do the research for you because they're the ones who are at risk. Right. And and I don't know how common that is uh, for for companies who provide those home services. But I think that it's a fair question to ask is, do they bond their people? In addition to the vetting process that you pointed out, Don, I mean, at a minimum, they should be able to provide proof of an elaborate search. Should be a criminal check, should be a credit check, um, maybe any other filings of adult abuse or whatnot that would be civil uh, lawsuits. These are all things for the reasons that you point out, Don, that you could go online, you could get that information in 10 minutes on anybody, probably, if, if, a doubt. especially yep. if they gave you their social security number. And and these employers all have that. Right.
2: Correct. Yeah. You're not going to get somebody's social security number, but that that, that employer certainly will. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the Better Business Bureau would be a great place to start at BBB.org. Uh, you can look at what other people are saying about these facilities or that in-home, in-home health care place, Uh, you know, and then the number one thing, like if my father were going into that situation, I would exactly want to know, okay, how do you vet your people? What, how does, how does a person who's going to come take care of my father or the people who are going to take care of my father at your facility? How do you vet those people? What, you know, if they don't do a background check for me, that'd be a huge red flag.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. It would be, it it should definitely result in your excluding anybody that doesn't do a thorough background check in the way we just described. I mean, putting aside the bonding, I think the bonding is great. But if they don't get this information that that Don is telling you that they can have legally, if they'll just spend a few bucks to get it, if they're not doing that, I would absolutely roll out.
0: I would not even give them a second thought. And you yourself can even Google that facility. And see if there's any, you know, oh, yeah. you know, news articles that come up that, oh, yes, uh, this facility was accused of abuse or is being sued for neglecting their uh, residence or something. You can do that, too.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point, mm-hmm. is is to leverage the thing that you were describing where you can go online and get information. That is yep. huge. That's and huge. depending
2: on how deep you want to get into the weeds... Um, whether you're in Illinois or Missouri or wherever you're watching us from, if you happen to be watching us from Florida, <laughs> let's say, um, you the, each one of those facilities has a state agency that they have to report to. So all of these homes especially if it's a, if it's a long-term care facility uh they're governed by the state they they have to report to someone so there are certainly areas that you can find there uh you know if you like i said if you want to get deep into the weeds uh, and take that extra little layer of investigation you can find that information out as well
1: you can and in Missouri like there's the the department or division of senior services and right. uh and they they track uh not only these facilities but any Any complaints that relate to elder abuse, there are hotline numbers that can be called, of course, and it's a good thing to check and see if there have been it. Now, they won't report simply a report, meaning where it's just a complaint if it turned out to be not meritorious because that would be unfair to the to the facility. But, but any time that there is merit to a claim or any action taken, that would be reported. That would be. And, and now we have pretty stout laws in Missouri, and I suspect in Illinois as well, uh, I- relating to adult abuse or senior abuse specifically. And senior abuse now extends to what's called financial exploitation. Mm-hmm. And financial exploitation is is when you engage in activity in which uh somebody who is above I don't remember the age in the statute, but I think it's uh, uh above
2: it, it's it's actually pretty low. It's sixty uh in, in a lot of states. If you view, if if you take money from someone sixty or older, now you might not think of somebody who's sixty as a senior, but uh they are and those, you know, the older the person you rip off, the more um, penal the punishment are, the you know, the more the harsher the punishments are.
1: Yeah, very good. Right. And and so people need to be aware of this. That mm-hmm. that that you know, to the extent that you think you you yourself. Or if we're talking to a son or daughter whose parent is vulnerable, then you know you may have a criminal cause of action where you can file a complaint and let let the the investigative services that your taxpayers are paying for look into this. Absolutely. And it's um, the division of social, the Department of Social Services is the overarching department. But below that, they have several divisions, and I think it's Division of Senior Services that that monitors uh, Missouri
0: Department of Health and Senior Services. Yeah.
1: Okay. So um, do your homework, and if you've been the victim, uh, or, or a, a loved one has been the victim, and they're older, you can turn to these agencies for help. And they, and as you point out, Don, there are stiff penalties now.
2: Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's so, a criminal matter. It it's, is a
0: criminal matter. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. In a, in a lot of these cases. So if you, you know, if you're looking for information at BBB.org, we've got a, a long list of tips about how to protect older adults. Uh, you know, if you just did a Google BBB tips, protecting older adults, it'll pop right up. And Justin, there's all kinds of information on there.
1: Justin, can you can you tag that? Uh, we'll put it on. Okay. Yeah. So remember, go to our website. And this is, this is a general note to make. Whenever we talk about things like this, we're pretty good about putting a link on our site, so you can go strictly to this show, and you can find the link. and And you know, our goal is to get you these resources as quickly and simply and and free uh, as possible. Right. So, right. Uh, all this information, <laughs> um, a lot to think about in 2023. Don,
2: there is. I mean, if you have a to-do list, uh, you know, um, uh, New Year's uh, what, what uh, revolution uh, resolution. Not- I was going to say revolutions, revolution, but I knew that was a new year's revolution. Well, revolution, yes, revolution would be
1: revolution. better for in some yes. cases.
2: <laughs> so you're going to do these resolutions in the new year if I my, my brain will work right. You know, one of these things, again, if you have an older loved one, make sure you maybe you say, hey, I'm going to check in on him or her a little bit more this year. Uh, to make sure that they stay safe, because that's what we want to do, Um, you know, especially for the older folks who, uh, again, they've got a lifetime of wealth they've accumulated. You'd hate to see them lose that to anyone unjustly.
0: Yeah. Uh, And you know what, Don, I really want to I really am so glad you brought that up about the victims being too embarrassed to come forward. But really, they shouldn't be and they shouldn't feel alone because how many thousands of other people have been in that situation?
1: Yes, Uh, so two quick things I'd like for us to, to just call to attention here and, and any additional comments that you might have, Don. Sure. Uh, one is I know that it's possible to to have a computer, to have your settings in your computer, to use a search engine uh, that is strong in this respect so that you you minimize your risk, that people will be able to follow you, that people will be able to get into your computer um, that they will know where you go. I mean, all those privacy issues and security issues, and and that can be done by simply having somebody who's very computer literate uh, to sit down and and make those changes. And much of it just is in the settings of their phone and their computer. And and there are there are search engines such as I think it's one's called Duck Duck Duck, duck go. Yeah. Yep. Duck, 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 go. There are a few that really, they hold themselves out. They focus on security. And with mm-hmm. that, you may not get as much su- positive suggestions when you do searches and stuff. There may be, you know, you give up a little something for the additional security. But my, my whole point is, if we're talking about things that do the beginning of this year, I know, Don, you agree with this, is, you know, people should find somebody who's who's literate, Uh, In this way, and have them take 15 minutes and go ahead and make those adjustments on your computer and your phone to where I suspect that it would probably do 80% to, to help you, which in addition, you know, you're left with the responsibility, though, not to choose to let people in that you don't know, but... But to know that you're protected, yeah, in in a much bigger way than you were before, and it's so easy to do. It doesn't cost you anything. Any comments no. on on that?
2: No. Yeah. So you can you could find somebody trusted in in your in your life who's a you know. I think everybody has some type of tech whiz in, in their life that, that they can go to. Or you, you again, if, even if you want to pay for this, and you know. Uh, you know even if you just pay a little bit to have uh, you know go to a trusted source look up at bbb.org we have many accredited businesses uh that that will do this kind of IT work for you if you don't have an IT person that will look over your look over your computer see what uh, apps you have on your phone make sure that you're safe because yeah that's you know again that uh, that even if you have to spend a little bit of money on that that can save you a lot down the line
1: and and the last point i wanted to make here is um is i wanted to have you comment on programs such as uh, LifeLock um, is one, and there are a few that are similar. Uh, I've heard good things about it, that it it's not bulletproof, but it's a way that people can, apparently they spend some money right, and, and they get a lot of protection, not complete, but a lot of protection regarding somebody stealing your identity or getting into your bank accounts and stuff. At least it will let you know. I guess it doesn't so much prevent it as it does I'm told it will immediately notify you. Do you have any comments on services such as that?
2: No, not really. I mean, I just I think it's up to the individual user, uh, you know, if they're comfortable doing that. You know, there are obviously there's pay services you can do for that. Uh, You know, you know, there's any number of ones that, that you can go to for that. I would just suggest that you look into, as you would with anything else, you look into that business. Go to BBB.org and see what other consumers are saying about that business to see if it's right for you. And, again, price point is huge for a lot of people. I, I go through – I have it through my um, – uh, the, the, the company that does my taxes offers that. So I go, go through them uh, as part of that, and, and they kind of monitor monitor my ID That way. So again, it's whatever you're comfortable with. But that is a good idea. You know, if uh, if you're not going to regular, this is all stuff you can do yourself, by the way, Uh, you you can go uh, get your own credit report at uh, what I think it's annualcreditreport.com. You know, you you can monitor that as many times you want right now during the pandemic, and we're still in the pandemic. Uh, according to that and uh, uh you can go once a week to all three credit bureaus and get your own credit rating to see what you're doing there you can freeze your credit for free you can freeze and unfreeze it like that these are things you can do for free that kind of kind of help uh, help keep you safe uh while uh, everybody else is trying to get you to you
1: yeah j- just a, a quick funny story uh i don't know how many people how many of our viewers remember this but do you all remember when the the president of LifeLock, he had He had boasted. You know, I'm about to say. He boasted. He had boasted that his system could not be penetrated. That that you know, you're absolutely safe. And so he did a series of ads for about six months in which he gave his social security number. And he said in the ad, he said that this number. And he gave this number. He said, "I'm giving you my real social security number." He said, "That's how confident I am." And, and, of course, you know what happened. I mean, it became a challenge across the planet. You know, who's going to be the first one to bre- breach this system? Imagine all the really, really smart people. Mm-hmm. It, I know. And it took them about a week. And, and somebody got into it, but it may have been longer than that. But but it didn't damage their credibility to me because number one, it told me how confident he was, which meant something, even though he he was more confident than he should have been. But Way the, more
0: confident.
1: But but he challenged the planet. He did. I mean, he when did. you when you do an ad like that, mm-hmm. you're really challenging these. But. But what it, ultimately, I think it may not have hurt the business because people realize that it it is very difficult, and no, you do not want to hand out your Social Security number. <laughs> yep. But uh, but but I my impression is that the million dollar insurance that they provide um, is I've I had a couple of relatives that have used it. It's been a while back, several years ago. But, uh, but I'm just mentioning this because we're on the topic. It's first of the year. And, uh, of course, we have no relationship with any, anybody no. we mention on here. Uh, but I think it's worth maybe checking to them or a competitor. Uh, well, we'll have to have you report back, Don, uh, next year. And uh, you can come back and talk about what new developed this year so that we can better protect people in 24.
2: You bet. I'd love to do that. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, just, you know, if you're listening, always know that BBB.org is available for you 24, 7, 365. Uh, you can go on there and uh, uh, look up information. Don't get caught.
1: Yeah. Okay. Great.
2: Happy
0: new year, Don.
1: Yes. Happy
2: new year, you guys, and everyone out there watching and listening. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Happy new year. This has been another episode of last third act till next time. Take care.
0: You've been listening to life's third act a podcast for thriving in retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, your estate and elder law advisors. Each week we discuss topics and answer questions to help you better plan for your future. For more information, visit tuckerallen.com. Subscribe and listen again next week for another edition of Life's Third Act. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.